tonight on the show, we go back to the 90s with Midriff Tops, Inappropriate Teachers, and Rose McGowan in Devil in the Flesh. My guest is Hillary. This is Manic Movie Monday. Welcome back to 1998. It's Devil in the Flesh. Hillary's here. Hi, guys. All right. So let's do this. Um, Devil in the Flesh is a movie that was on Tubi, so we decided that we were going to do it because it's free. And shout out to Tubi. Shout out to Tubi, <laughs> providing entertainment for everybody. Okay, so the plot of the plot of this movie is overview. Every man's worst nightmare. A yeah. hot sixteen-year-old girl just won't take no for an answer. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I'm only human. (laughs) That's exactly, that's literally exactly what this movie is. It's, 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 um, it's men trying to excuse themselves from being attracted to a teenager. Uh, she's young. But the teenager is Rose McGowan, so. Yeah, she's not really, I wouldn't say she's a teenager, but she, she, she's supposed to be in high school. So, uh, so anyway, the plot, she's young, sexy, and dangerous. Debbie is the new girl in class with a skill for turning heads. Debbie. From the moment she arrives in town following her parents' untimely death, Debbie sets her sights on her teacher, the high school heartthrob. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack with this movie. Um, We open and she is... Just standing. Standing in a blaze of glory, (laughs) basically. So we know that something has happened... Cue Bon Jovi. Right. (laughs) Cue Bon Jovi music. Something's happened. Um, I mean, one thing I can definitely say for Rose McGowan in this movie is she is hot. hot. She looks amazing in this film. Um, We're treated to uh, two cops who like to play spelling games. Yeah, the spelling bee detectives. And it's not, don't ever think that they will explain why the cops are in a constant spelling bee throughout the entire movie yeah that's pretty much never explained at all um one of the cops my buddy Corey, will recognize because he was on seinfeld as the johnny cochran uh esque lawyer jackie childs Uh, except in this movie he doesn't have that really cool mustache so and uh so she gets so so something happens, <laughs> something something has happened to her mother and someone else, and so she's being carted off to her. We'll just call a spade a spade. Racist grandmother and religious, a racist and religious grandmother and abusive. Fiona, Fiona has a giant cane, and she's not afraid to use it, folks. She also has a pet schnauzer. She also has a pet schnauzer named BB. More on BB later. Trigger uh, warning. She gets to say, th- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Trigger, trigger warning, indeed, guys. Um, but I will say that uh, Fiona gets to say really horrible things like, um, "Well, you didn't sound Asian on the phone." That's an actual line from this movie. So she, let's see here. Um, <clears throat> She tells her that she can basically wear the clothing that her mother had in the closet when she lived there. And I guess we're supposed to think that these clothes suck. Yeah, but and the first dress was adorable. The first dress was totally adorable. I was like, man, that's like, I wish I could get away with wearing stuff like that. But she looked really adorable and cute. Uh, so she goes to school. And she meets Peter, I'm not boffing my student, Rinaldi. The dreamboat heartthrob teacher. That's right. And he is just a little too friendly. Like, I'm. here's the thing. I love Alex MacArthur. I will literally watch him play a serial killer. Nay, a cannibal serial killer. Uh, I will watch him in a Madonna video. I will watch him in pretty much anything. But I have to say that the character that he plays in this movie is definitely borderlining on inappropriate. He's just trying to get close to them kids. (laughs) Teach them a way out from their struggles of white suburban life in 98. Yes, not a, not, 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 not a, 
not like a, a lean on me school right rich right. white kids it's a rich white kid lean on me type school there's no i don't know was this okay when did dangerous minds come out 95 94 i want to say 95 right okay so this is after dangerous minds so um anyway he he introduces himself by uh fixing her locker yeah, well, getting the jocks away. Right, he gets Because jocks are always bad. They and are. they're always going to be bullies. They're basically just a group of date rapists. Yeah. Yeah. So he he shoes them away. They're going to be senators. Yeah, this is true. This is true. It's, it's, just a, it's just a preview of future QAnon members. Yeah. Is what it is. Uh, so, so Peter Rinaldi... <clears throat> Fixes her locker by basically Fonzieing it. He hits it. Oh yeah, it he opens. hits it. He's so cool. And then uh, outside, there is a basketball game that is occurring, and Todd, homework is for pussies, no last name, challenges him to a game of one on one, which that's appropriate. Yeah. <clears throat> and he decides to play basketball with him. And I think are they playing for grades? They're playing for grade. That if Todd, homework is for pussies, wins. He doesn't have to do anything for the rest of the semester and gets an A. And if Rinaldi wins, he has to apply himself and earn the A. Oh, yes. Very dangerous minds. Yes. Right. Okay. I gotcha. All right. So then they play basketball and, and it's very sweaty. And spoiler I, alert, Mr. Rinaldi wins. And of course, Mr. Rinaldi wins. He's like, you owe me an A. LOL. And then his girlfriend. Marilyn. Marilyn played by the delicious Sherry Rose, shows up in a convertible. Hey, fun fact, they both have convertibles. They do. I totally thought they were sharing a car. I did too, because that's why she had to pick him up. And I know, I was like, what? Yeah. They're sharing a car. No, okay. they just, they're the nope, they're just white American dream. Convertible couple. Yeah. One has a Chrysler and the other one has a Mustang. So mm -hmm. yeah, um, that's a fun fact for you now. His and hers matching convertibles. His and hers matching convertibles. Uh, so, uh, oh, and meanwhile, uh, Debbie... That would be Miss McGowan. Debbie has become friends with Janie, uh, Janie. Basically, kind of a kind of a carbon copy of anybody you would see in the Delia's catalog back in the day. Yes, you know, a lot of choker action going on. Uh, her hair is in two tiny little pigtails. No, it wasn't it four. No, it was two. Well, it was two initially, and then You're later right. on, she had the like eight pigtails going on at yeah. once kind of thing which i never rocked that look in high school was that after my time um it was after my time right because this is uh, 98 which means i would have already graduated high school yeah you no. would have already graduated yeah i graduated school. 96 okay and uh i i guess i was still uh grungy it was a grunge punk thing I right had going on everyone in this movie is kind of dressed like is very much just like they're out of like a garbage video. Yeah. Like the band garbage, not just yeah. like garbage people. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of garbage people, <laughs> it's come to our attention that Rose McGowan has, has killed her mother and her mother's lover. We don't really know anything beyond that, except that now they have employed the uh, coroner played by 1980s comedic genius Rick Overton to tell them that. In fact, even though these bodies are charred beyond recognition, there could very well be some stab wounds in there. So. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Like, we can't <clears throat> prove it one way or another, but we're definitely suspicious. Right. Meanwhile, we get to see how Fiona treats, well, pretty much everybody, except for the dog. She actually loves BB. Yeah, BB is... BB is her pride and joy. Yes. And hold on to that fact, folks, because um, it's going to bite you in the ass later. So... I feel like all dog owners relate to that. Oh my god! I would hit kids with a cane if I could. Right, exactly. But yeah. not a dog. Not a dog. Not a dog. Not fuck no. Uh -uh. No. So BB the Schnauzer, um, she's like she loves her dog very very much. And uh, about this time, Rose McGowan has decided to go and buy clothes. And by buy Steal. clothes, we mean yeah. shoplift. Yeah. So did you shoplift back in the day? Yeah, I never see. I was so terrified to shoplift that, like, I was so scared that if I if shoplifted anything, I would get caught. So I never got to do it. Oh, and now I know that that's like you know you can't do it now. Right? I mean, yeah. Just, no. no, I wouldn't recommend it now. But yeah, in the nineties, absolutely. Did you shoplift clothes? Oh, I shoplifted everything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I the fact that she somehow managed to like 
take an entire outfit and then slip it into her little... And a matching outfit. A matching outfit. Yeah, that. two outfits. Two matching outfits because she buys one. Now, this is important, guys. This yeah. is a plot point. She buys seals. a... Seals. Or seals. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not wrong. She, uh, she steals an outfit for her friend, her new friend, Janie. So her... Uh, Who I have written as Jody. Oh, you have Jody? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, so I would have made a Janie got a gun joke. Oh, too easy, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Foreshadowing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, Janie and her become fast friends. Uh, Rose McGowan lays back, has a creepy, weird fantasy dream that her grandmother is actually a nice person, that BB loves her, and that her charred... Mother, uh, and... mother and lover are standing in the foyer. Yeah. Um, and then she wakes up and she's like, oh my God, my grandmother's going to kill me. I got to go. She goes up and of course, grandma's waiting for her with the dog and the cane and um, calls her a blasphemous slut. And I, wait, hold on, hold on. I got to get it right. Foul mouth tramp. Yeah, foul mouth yeah! tramp. Oh, God. Well, Rose McGowan did use the word damn, I believe. She says, God damn. Oh, oh. She does. Yeah. She says, God damn it. And then she slaps her across the face and says, you foul mouth tramp. Yeah. I will I not mean, have you talk like that. That's deserved. In this house. Well, you know, it's funny you should say that because there's a lot of, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of points in this movie where I understand why people beat their kids. Mm -hmm. Like, I get it. Like, I understand why the grandmother was just like, man, fuck this kid. Yeah. You know, because she's kind of a dick. Yeah, no, on her first day after... So, okay, grandmother's daughter was just burned in a fire. Like, tech, what we believe would be she has been burned alive. So we... Regardless of how we feel about our foul-mouthed, trampy daughter, she is now dead. So we have some grieving to do there. Now she has taken in a granddaughter that she did not know very well. And on her first day, granddaughter just never comes home and mom is dead. That is terrifying. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think I, I'm, I'm team Fiona on this. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think, you know, you should have beat the shit out of her with a cane. But I do not think, like... I'm not Team Debbie at any point in this movie, no. except when she's just like no. standing there being pretty. Yeah, exactly. Then I go, I get it. You're I'm, absolutely gorgeous. I'm Team Debbie in the sense that she's body goals. Yeah, that's it. Right. <laughs> Tiny little waist, great boobies, the like the the flattest stomach I think I've ever seen. Yeah, and um, just swag. Yeah, just can stand there and just like be sexy. Like she sells sex without trying. Absolutely, all of that. Amazing. But the section she does anything or says anything, I'm like, bleh. Yeah. Yeah. You're the worst, Debbie. <laughs> she's pretty much a garbage human. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty much a garbage human. I mean, I so. guess we kind of knew that. She did set her mom on fire. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we did. And without, and without real, like, provocation with that, like, it wasn't... It, Though we learn that there is a history of abuse in the family, that is pretty much where that conversation ends. Yeah. There's no specifics of it. We don't know if it's a flowers in the attic situation. Um, we just know that her family sucks, basically. Yeah. Um, we are treated to sex scene number one of only two in this film. Uh, Sherry Rose, uh, that would be Marilyn, the convertible driving blonde. With the good tits. Yeah, she has great tits. She's a flight attendant, by the way. Uh, or what? Wait, are they still called flight attendants? What are they called? Or a stewardess? Well, I guess we can't call them stewardesses. Any no, it's not a stewardess because I think that's a no-no. So is flight attendant the new one? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. Okay. I haven't so gotten my copy of Feminist. <laughs> I don't know what we're calling everybody. She's a fucking stewardess. She's a stewardess slash flight attendant. Yeah, with great tits. Um, so suck it, feminist. A, a, so apparently, a despite a fiery sexual attraction with these two, where they are just, you know, reenacting nine and a half weeks level of steam, uh, they well, have... she's doing all the work. I gotta say, I wasn't that impressed. They have some problems. Yeah. They have some problems. Yeah, she was on top. Yeah. She was. She, she was on top. all the work, and he's just, like, arms behind the head. Yeah, like, like Wee! Yeah, this is great. And this I'm like, is awesome. I hate you, Pete Rinaldi. I know. Although, I did like the fact that 
she was like, I want a bed. And then like, he kind of like grabbed her and had her wrap her legs around him. Cause mm-hmm. I love that. And that will never happen in this lifetime. Right. I mean, there's no fucking way that's going to happen. So it's pretty cool just to see that. And then, uh, but there's trouble in paradise, my friends, there's trouble in sex paradise. Uh, apparently he is much more concerned with the fact that there is an upcoming garage sale that like he's his own, doing. His own garage his own sale. garage sale. So he could cancel it yeah. at any time. At any point. Right. Okay. So he, it's not like, uh, you know, oh, I have to show up at the church. Yeah, the, the church's community yard sale. The church's community I yard sale. I volunteered myself. Right. Or it's for the school, for the, for the football. For the children. Yeah. For the children. Nope. No. It's, it's his just, own... His own fucking garage sale that yep. he's having in his yard, right? So he tells uh, he tells Marilyn, he says, you know, I'm sorry, I can't go away with you this weekend to the desert because I have two students coming over. To, yeah, <laughs> which should have been, I mean, two students coming up, coming over to give up their time on a Saturday to come help me with my garage sale. Now, if I were Marilyn, yeah, I no. would probably be like two students. Yeah, like, I'd be like, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. That's creepy. That is creepy. That's weird. Why do you need help on your yard sale? It's a yard sale, for yeah. Christ's sakes. And especially, I cannot believe for a fucking second that Marilyn has not been mentioning this fucking trip all week. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, it, I mean, they don't even live together, for Christ's sakes. And the fact that she's like... You know, she's like, "Yo, we've had this planned." And, yeah. and you, I mean, I, she, I traded my shifts. I like, traded my shifts. Like, yeah, there has to have been a ton of communication about this. And if my old man ever, ever looked at me and was just like, "Hey, I'm not gonna go take that weekend trip that you have planned, paid for, done all of these things," because I'm having a yard sale with two with teenagers, two teenage girls that are not ours, I would be like. No, you're fucking not. That's right. You call them right now. Yeah, no, you I'll, call them. I'll call them. Right. Yeah, they give me that phone. Need, yeah, you don't even need to get involved. No. Absolutely not. Nope. This is how one rumors get started. Even if you're totally innocent, but no, they are not coming to your fucking house. You psycho. Mm-mm. We are breaking up. Right. Because you are so inappropriate right now mm-hmm. and clueless and stupid. This is over. Yeah. This is over, Rivaldi. Yeah. We're and done. I am taking your brother on uh, <laughs> the fucking vacation, <laughs> and I'm going to fuck him all weekend. <laughs> Make Christmas real awkward for you. That's right. Oh, God. Sorry, babe. So- love you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Kisses. Okay. On that note. Uh, so the two students that are coming over, one of them is Debbie, but the other one is this, like, adorable blonde named Megan. Is she adorable? With two E's. Well, she's like a little, she's got that baby stripper voice. You know, that, like, Paris Hilton (laughs) baby stripper voice? Like, hi. And you have that filed under adorable? Um, probably not. I probably shouldn't. Yeah. 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 We're gonna cut this out. Woo! Thank Megan, God for edits. Megan sucks. Yeah. So Megan's more like um, teacher's petty. Te- teacher's teacher's petty. Te- yeah. Yeah. Teacher's she petty. She's very petty. Um. But yeah, teacher's pet, and uh, he invites her over. But it's it doesn't matter because Rose McGowan showgirls her down a flight of stairs. I mean, Megan started it with like walking up to Debbie and, and shoving like, her. Yeah, she, she shoves her. All of a sudden. Megan, who realistically was kind of like a snotty bitch, all of a sudden grew some balls and yeah, wanted she to fight. shoves her. And Rose McGowan's character, who had just burned her mother alive, has no idea how to deal with the confrontation. Right. She's, like, She's just laying on the floor, like, just shocked. Yeah. Why and did I'm she like, do this? What? No, but you just, you're a violent sociopath, and all of a sudden it's just like... Oh my god, somebody put their hands on me. I'm so fragile. I don't know what to do. Uh, yeah, I was very confused by that scene. In this crop top. I have yeah. no idea what to do. Uh, so, But yeah, so, showgirls her. That yeah, she showgirls yeah. her. Down the stairs. Yep. So Megan is gone. We don't, yeah. even, we don't even fucking see her anymore. No, never. She's, she's done. You see her on crutches in crutches the background. Crutches in the background. That's she's it. She's fine. She's done. Yep. So she's out. And Rose McGowan decides that she's going to be the only one who goes to the garage sale and mm-hmm. helps... And uh, when she gets there, uh, Mr. Rinaldi is in a bad mood. Ooh. Oh, he's 
in a bad mood and she's like, are you mad at me? She does that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. He's like, I'm just having some issues with my girlfriend. Dude! Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I re- literally wrote this. Dude, you don't have that conversation with your student. Yeah. You are begging to be stalked. Yeah. That's what I said. Okay. Um, and speaking of begging to be stalked, so during the garage sale, they find an old Polaroid camera and, uh, Rinaldi poses for a picture with Debbie, Rose McGowan's character, puts his arm around her and he's like, I was posed for a photo. I'm like, dude, no, not appropriate at all. So... That happens. Um, yeah, I didn't understand why, like, it just, I don't. <laughs> why couldn't Janie just take the picture of Debbie to see how it worked? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I definitely took photos with, like, my teachers on, like, my, like, in, in school. Year. Yeah, like, you prom know. and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, right. Like, hey, yeah. you know. Or, so, or yeah, something. I wouldn't have been at their fucking yard sale. No, but... and they wouldn't, no one, no one had anyone's arms around anyone at the oh, time. Oh, I did that. Did you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Male teachers? Yeah. Did you have male teachers? I did. Okay. And he was cute. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, like, all right. I... All right. So, uh, you, you heard it here first, guys. Yeah. That's uh, apparently a thing. Um, So... Yeah, so besides the fact that he, yeah, he's just wildly inappropriate with her. And she is looking, she's trying to get inside the house to answer the phone. Because, the, because that's, once again, yeah. that's appropriate. Yeah, like the boundaries I mean, the boundaries. for anyone in this movie. Oh I'm my God. like, what is your, what? They're, Who does this? What's your motivation? Who, what? Literally no boundaries. No. Literally no boundaries. So she's trying to get into his house so she can answer his phone. And he tells her... The key is under the pot. Yep. The flower part on the porch. Once again, begging to be stalked. Okay. So she gets the key. She goes inside. She she does not quite answer the phone, but she gets to the answering machine because it's 1998. Woo! She gets to the answering machine. And uh, Marilyn is leaving a message letting him know that we she, need to talk. We need to talk when I get back from my flight. And Debbie decides, no, they don't, and erases the message. Not only does she erase the message, she flips the phone over and she finds the code to the answering machine on the back, convenient, and writes it on her arm. Speaking of arms, because we're going to miss this plot point, when Janie takes the picture of Rinaldi and Debbie, uh, Rinaldi takes her by the wrist, that's Janie, takes Janie by the wrist and says, cool tattoo. Yeah, Jamie had a lot of tattoos for a junior, junior in high school. In high school, yeah, exactly. Six, they're six, on whatever. her back. They're on her wrists. I believe we saw a flash of ankle. She's like, got that. She's got that sun tattoo that everyone had in the nineties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, so he looks at she does. She has a new tattoo, which is like a winding vine around yeah. her wrist. Q nineteen ninety eight. And when I first saw this, I was like, dude. Like, he's just touching girls. Just like, hey, let me see your tattoo. It's like, bro, okay. And why wasn't your message like, you probably shouldn't be getting tattoos at at a 16? Yeah. His was like, cool tattoo. Right. Right. Or like, who is inking you at 16? You didn't do that to yourself on your wrist with your non-dominant hand? Mm Mm-mm. So Rose McGowan returns home. She's super excited by the fact that she's now, you know... Uh, she's one step closer to one seducing closer. Rinaldi. Exactly. She's one step closer to seducing Rinaldi, so she's super happy. Yep. Um, Spare course, key, answering Fiona, machine. Fiona, Fiona's pissed at her, beats her with her cane, calls her a blasphemous slut. Uh, in the meantime, Rose McGowan slash Debbie does probably the worst thing in this movie. I, I will say this is the worst thing in this movie. And this you is, think this was worse than setting her mom on fire? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I will take I will take people deaths over animal deaths. Yes, I realize like No. Yeah. No, absolutely. I do. So she lures BB the Schnauzer, who's never done anything. See, BB knows that Debbie's a cunt. Like yeah. BB absolutely knows that Debbie is a cunt. So 
BB's already kind of like, you know, around her, but not like, see, BB hasn't done anything to deserve what's about to happen. Like BB did not attack her. BB did not. Well, BB like BB ratted out her clothes. BB did rat it out her clothes. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing, man. I know this very well from having a puppy. If you leave clothes on the floor. Yeah. That shit's getting exposed. Yeah. Okay. We're talking panties in the living room. Yeah. Uh, bras down the stairs for sure. Socks everywhere. Socks yeah. everywhere. I mean, that's what they smell like. That's you. what doggies do. No. That's what doggies do. Yes. There's a dog here. There's that's, a dog here. We're not. Dog. I'm not talking to Hillary this right. way. I, she, she should, and I and I would like it. But, but yeah, exactly. nonetheless, there's a dog here. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> that happens, and um, so she lures BB into. Oh my the god. Attic. She lures BB into the attic with doggy treats, and then she throws a doggy treat into a footlocker. Hope chest. Hope oh, chest. Yeah, footlocker. Whatever. Yeah. And BB goes in there, and if that's not bad enough, she takes a bug bomb and she puts it inside of the footlocker and just basically kills, kills the dog. She kills yeah. the fucking dog. So she sucks. Um, meanwhile, her grandmother, Fiona, Finds her journal, which basically says, Dear journal, I want to fuck my teacher. Well, didn't all of our journals say that? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Want to fuck this guy? I want to fuck Rob Lowe. My journal, no, my journal literally said, like, I'm going to grow up and marry Mark Marin when I was, like, 11. Mm. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. We're going to leave that one on the table. Um. So, anyway, she beats Grammy to death because she's mad that she found the journal. She, she found the journal, so she grabs her cane and beats her to death and then puts her inside the footlocker. Which is going to Brazil. Which is going to Brazil. Just, uh, just be, oh, because apparently, because apparently, according to Grandma Fiona, those savages savages need our help more than anyone. Yeah. Woo! I mean, love uh, racist grandma. Oh, racist grandma. Mm-hmm. So the reign of spiritual terror is now over. Debbie has destroyed all of the Jesusy artifacts that have that she has lying around the house. Um, with a spring in her step. With a spring really. in her step, yeah. Just very excited. Yeah, throwing like, him in the fire. Like, you could have basically scored this to Walking on Sunshine. Yes, very, you know. because Clockwork orangey. Very clockwork orangey, very, you know. She, and then she breaks the cane in half and burns it. Yeah, like. Because she's it, into the fire. She had been beaten, you know, with the cane. But, like, she just, like, snaps it over her knee like, you know, it's absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She 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 snaps that thing like like Daryl Hall's leg. Just snap yeah. it. Just whoosh, done. Okay, so then, the, ugh, okay, she goes to Rinaldi. <laughs> I know, this yeah. one's like, wow. She goes to Rinaldi's house and hops in his shower because she has a key now. Yeah. It's under the pot, if you haven't been paying attention. Rinaldi thinks, oh, my gorgeous, blonde, sexy girlfriend is in the shower. I'm going to go surprise her. So he takes his shirt off. And when he, uh, when he, when he reveals that it is, in fact, Debbie, he's mortified. And he's like, put some clothes on, brr. Um, which is going to be confusing because of what n- next happens. Uh, then the next thing you see is that Debbie is, she's in a towel? Was she in a towel or did she put clothes on? I thought she put on clothes. She put on clothes. but Yeah, but the green dress thing. She put on a green dress, but Rinaldi has decided to disrobe and put on a bathrobe. So he's in a bathrobe and he says, I'm not going to talk to you until you put some clothes on. Just you, though. Yeah. Like, just you. Because yeah. I'm going to continue to walk around in a bathrobe. Well, it's hard to hide an erection in pants. It's easier <laughs> in the robe. Because <laughs> I don't want to, like, address the erection in the room. That's right. Like, yes. But okay. it's there. But it's there. So I just, I got to put on a robe and talk to my girlfriend mm-hmm. while you're strutting around in all your sexiness. The terry cloth reveals nothing. Right. No. Right. Okay. So, so yes. And then of course, at that very moment, Marilyn decides to call Mm -hmm. and he's like, yes, I'd love to see you. Oh my God. And I gotta say, Rose McGowan goes right into perfect side chick behavior where she doesn't act up. She doesn't say anything in the background because that's what I was waiting for. Like was for her to say, Hey, yeah. Ronaldo, come back to bed. You're out of limes, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Something, Something like, you know, I'm still wet. Whatever. Like, 
the line is. But no, she did perfect side chick behavior where she just sat there looking cute off to the side. And I was like, good for you, Rose. Yes. Way to be a friend to women. That is exactly what happens. (laughs) So then she disappears, goes back to the house. Uh, That day she decides to skip school, which she can because she now lives alone. Because the missionaries picked up the hope chest Mm -hmm. to send it to Brazil, Mm -hmm. which got through customs with two skeletons in it. And was definitely shipped over to, quote-unquote, those savages. In Brazil. And then when it got there, nobody thought to call and say, Hey, there's a dead lady and a dog in here. That's fucking weird. We don't need (laughs) a dead old lady and a dog. We thought we were going to get food, medical supplies, and some Bibles. But thanks for the dead lady and dog. It's like, did did we put this on our wish list and forget? Yeah, like... I think we got the wrong box. You Mm. are still sending the penicillin, correct? Exactly. Send more meds. Yeah. Oh, my God. So she decides she's going to skip. She's going to skip school. And meanwhile, the person who goes and checks on her is not Rinaldi, but is date rapey McRaperson. What is his name? Troy? Is it Troy? It seems like a date Or Trey? Or Tron. Tr- tr- I'm going to say it Tron. Troy. Is it Tron? I'm going to say Troy. Troy. Okay. It might be Chad. It might be Chad. It might be. Let's see. Let's see. This is why we have edits because we can do things like this. It's so exciting. <laughs> Devil oh, we're literally cast. looking up the cast right we're now. We're literally looking up the cast. Oh, good for us. Let's see. Okay. No. Oh, there he is. Greg. 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 Greg or Troy, Troy, <laughs> Greg, Troy, Troy, Greg, Troy, Greg shows up and, uh, well, basically rapes her or tries to rape her, but that's okay because she hits him on the, what does she hit? Oh, she, oh, no, she him. stabs him with a, yeah, no first. Well, first she kicks him in the balls. Yeah. It's this whole scene is weird. Cause he shows up, he's being date rapey. Then he says he's going to snitch to the principal that she's, fucking Mr. Rinaldi, which she isn't, but he says he's going to say it, so then she's like, okay, well let's go, you know, work this out upstairs. Definitely implying that we are going to do some, I'm going to do some sexual favor for you to not snitch out, you know, the guy that I want to be with. And then she goes upstairs, and then he, like, makes a move on her, and she's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, well, then you're still in the same position of getting snitched out for your made-up fantasy. And then he gets on top of her, and then she's like, okay, hold on. Let me help you. Yeah. And then she, we we presume she grabs his cock, and then she and then she kicks him in it. Yeah. She kicks him in the dick. Yeah. He goes around. Then she fights him and, dick, s- and stabs him with a javelin. Is it a javelin? I thought it was a fire poker. Oh, it's a fire poker. Because that thing goes right through him like Oh, yeah. Butter. Oh, yeah. No, it, mean... it is the longest fire poker in history because he is a football player. He is a pretty big 17, 18-year-old, you know, cut man. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, no, the whole fire poker goes straight through his back where I was like, that, that's, that's, a, that's a really long poker. Yes. It was definitely, indeed, a very long poker. Um, Not the poker he was trying to boy, do. Oh, <laughs> so he stabs her. She stabs him, so he's dead. Meanwhile, back at school, where Debbie is nowhere to be found, flowers are delivered accidentally to the other teacher, who just goes by Monsieur. Yeah, Monsieur. 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 Okay. Well, they teach French in Is he school. the French teacher? Yeah. Okay, so we're to, we're to assume yeah. that Monsieur is, in fact, the French teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's rich white school in America. Right, guys. exactly. Yeah, lean on me. He's taking French, right. Yeah. Okay, so the French teacher gets the flowers by mistake and calls him out and says, you know, hey, you know, we, these flowers came to my room by mistake, uh, but I read the card because I'm that guy mm-hmm. and here. And so she, he looks at the card and I didn't see what the card actually said. I just know it was signed Debbie. Yeah, I couldn't really read it. Apparently I have forgotten how to read cursive. Well, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been a long time. Because it's not 1998 anymore? Nope. I was kept off the honor roll for cursive. For handwriting. Because my, my cursive handwriting was just garbage. Which is so funny because nowadays, it's like the only thing you need cursive for is how to sign a document. That's it. Mm. And and you can sign a fucking document on a computer. Yeah. So it's totally useless. Yeah. 
Fuck you, teachers in school. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, so, so he gets this, this card and realizes that she's stalking him. It's official. But this is where Monsignor is just, he thinks that Rinaldi's into it. Uh, yeah, he basically thinks, like, Rinaldi is cheating on Marilyn, yeah. is what he thinks. With a student. With someone, and then a student, and he says, we all have our little fantasies. It's like... And Mr. Rinaldi's response is, I'm not boffing my student. Exactly. Best, best, Peter, I'm not boffing my student, Rinaldi. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, oh, and then Nadine from Twin Peaks shows up. Obviously. Uh, Wendy, Wendy Roby shows up as the principal, and... She had free time. She, yeah, she must have, she owed somebody a favor, clearly. So she decides to talk to him about uh, inappropriate behavior with students, except that she's talking about the gambling that took place at the very beginning of the movie. The basketball game. The basketball game. The, you know... Basketball for grades? Basketball for grades. That's just inappropriate. And he's like, right, the yeah. grades! <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotta go. Uh, yeah, so, meanwhile, Debbie's just killing people left and right. I mean, we've got Greg's already dead, the grandma's already dead, poor BB's dead, the, and then the, social, the worker social worker shows up and she beats her with a teapot, yeah. she's dead. We assume, you know, a, a teapot death, we're led to, and at no point is anyone ever filed missing, there is not an investigation, like, the Brazilians don't say there's a dead lady in the box. The very popular... I believe was loved at home jock. No police report that my son has been missing. Right. The social worker who probably would have gone back to the office or to work the next day, nobody reports them missing. It nope. is just spelling bee detectives going like, we think these people were set on fire, but we just don't know what to do about it. We're not it. sure. We're very confused. Spell psychotropy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what happens in this movie. <clears throat> Meanwhile, uh, he shows up at a restaurant to have to have dinner at an Italian restaurant. Okay, this was confusing, by the way. He shows up at a restaurant to have dinner with Marilyn, uh, but unfortunately, it's Rose McGowan. She shows up instead. Debbie shows up instead and is talking to two very creepy, uncomfortable, like pedophile level of creepiness dudes in the restaurant and that was confusing to me because i kind of thought oh maybe they're gonna get roped in right, right. like they're gonna be part of her little scheme like uh like it's gonna be like uh in 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 the crush remember oh, in the okay. crush yes, where she I gets do. the guy to rape her and yep. then she's like so and so you know and then so, carrie always rape me and it, no you know it was this other guy we got to beat you up or whatever yeah Totally jawbreakery. Right. Totally yeah. thought that was right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, woo. Mar yeah. Marilyn Manson. Oh, no. Uh, uh, we didn't know he was a fucking weirdo. We didn't. Uh, you know, it's funny, though. Like, I, I always thought, or maybe I just really wanted to think, because I never found Marilyn Manson particularly attractive. I was never like, yeah, that's, that's right on. Going. I'm yeah. going to that. No, no, I mean, but I always thought he was like a like a brilliant artist or like a kooky artist. Mm -hmm. I thought he was like a Tim Burton level. Like a Frank of, Zappa? Yeah. Like yeah. he's eccentric. He's doing things to be provoking. Um, you know, but like not like I live this life 24 fucking seven. Like I am indeed the Antichrist superstar. I'm disgusting. I Yeah, he made a left somewhere. I like Nazis. I, yeah, yeah. I I'm racist. I like rape. I mean, you know, the list goes yeah. on and on, right? But no, I I totally thought I was like, oh, it's a persona. Like Alice Cooper is right. a persona. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, so yeah, when when I saw the documentary, um but, by the way, shout out to Phoenix Rising on HBO Max. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty fucking amazing. Uh Evan Rachel Wood made a documentary about her life with uh, Brian Warner, aka Marilyn Manson, and uh, lots of other women have come forward about it too. So it was pretty, it was pretty crazy. But yeah, Marilyn Manson dated Rose McGowan back in the day, and I don't know were they married because he was married to Dita Von Teese, but I didn't know if he was I don't married think he to Rose married, McGowan. I don't think he married Rose McGowan. But he said some pretty nasty things about her in the press. Like I remember when he went on the Howard Stern show 
And Howard Stern was like, you know, you were you were dating actress Rose McGowan. And Marilyn Manson's response was, oh, I wouldn't call her an actress, would you? Like, ugh, asshole. So anyway, Marilyn Manson. I mean, we wouldn't call her an actress if this was if her, this only, was her only movie. But she was in fucking Charmed for she was, 27 seasons. She was in Charmed. She's amazing in Jawbreaker. Oh, Jawbreaker. Oh, my God. Jawbreaker. That's how we got here. Why didn't we do Jawbreaker? Because we chose this. Well, was that on Tubi? Is that why? I'm, I'm Probably. sure Jawbreaker's on Tubi. Tubi it better has be. everything. Tubi is awesome. Shout out to Tubi. Shout out to Tubi. Sponsor us, Tubi. Tubi. All right. Meanwhile, she shows up at oh, this yeah, restaurant. Back this right, movie. back to the movie. Yeah, she shows up sorry. at the restaurant. <laughs> There's two dudes. Uh, he, They make some kind of lewd comment towards her. Rinaldi gets mad. He punches them. He gets arrested. Marilyn picks him up in her own convertible. And he's kind of trying to explain to her, like, look, I've done something stupid. Like, it's not what you think. I didn't sleep with her. I didn't egg her on. I mean, I'm kind of inappropriate with my students. At least I sort of play it as the guise of being a concerned, you know, cool teacher. But she's taken it too far. And then they show up at, her, at his house and it's like, yep, that's her. Um, I got to go take care of this. So he goes and talks to her. I and says, say Marilyn's probably the best girlfriend. Ever. Oh, she's like she. She's she was like, all right, I'll just wait here. Yeah, you know, you deal with this because I'm going to escalate the situation. Exactly. And we're not trying to escalate, but I am here. I'm standing outside of the car. There is an eyewitness. I'm letting her know, bitch. I'm fucking here. Mm-hmm. Like. I yeah. loved her character through yeah. all of that. And she like stood by her man and believed him. Like, yeah, she did. You know, and- she did. She wasn't. It, it, what's interesting about this movie is that there's never an accusation hurled at Rinaldi of him fucking his student other than Monsieur saying like, you know, oh, you, want to. you know, you want to, you know, apparently we all do. Dude. Yeah. N- no. Um, but Rinaldi has lit on that. Like but he would want to. Rinaldi. If, oh, yeah. Rinaldi does have a very, and I mean, very creepy dream about Rose McGowan where he thinks he's fucking his girlfriend, Marilyn. And then, uh, and Pablo was watching it. And he was like, Oh my God, is it Rose McGowan in a wig? And I was like, it might be. You know, and then he like realizes he's actually fucking Rose McGowan, but then he kind of shrugs his shoulders and goes, Oh, I guess I'll just go with it. Yeah. And then he wakes up in a cold sweat because he's like, Oh my God. And ah. his line in the car after the. Uh, oh, yeah. After the garage sale, sale is Peter, Peter, Peter. Stop well, it. they didn't make they didn't make him like that when I was in high school. Yeah. And it's like, well, at least he said it to himself. Right. You know, not to like a group of dudes in a teacher's lounge. True. You know, so. Ah, um, yeah, yeah. So, and on the other side of the coin, I gotta say, Rose McGowan is smoking fucking hot in this movie. She so, is like, I can't. She pretty much wear like literally. It is a midriff buffet in this film, and short skirts, short skirts, short shorts. And we're not talking like midriff, like no. low cut, the crop top. Sh- her it's tops, like a bra with yeah, no bra, underneath. no. Her it's tops nipples. are basically sports bras. Yeah. Yeah, they're basically the sports bras. But not bras. a good, I'm going to hold you in place while nope. you're running sports Titties bra out, is, completely titties I out. can see your nipples. Yeah, it's and pretty that's crazy. that's how we're going to do a yard sale for my teacher. For my teacher, yeah. It's mm-hmm. just nipples out. Uh, so Rose McGowan realizes that she's not going to get Peter Rinaldi. She goes home, burns all the diary pages, tears streaming down her face, grabs a shotgun, and decides... That she is going to lure him back to the house, telling him that she's going to kill herself. This is fantastic. Okay. I actually love this. Great part. scene. Yeah. Fantastic scene. So she gets she gets in there, and, and the, detective the detectives along. show up, and uh, and they're still they're still on the spelling bee. Yeah, they're still quizzing each other back and forth. By yeah. the way, that's still a thing that's. But happening. they let detective or Rinaldi oh, they, Rinaldi goes on a right, ride along. That's right. <laughs> Rinaldi goes on a ride along. Ride along, Rinaldi. We think that you can help because we're too busy, you know, spelling. Spelling. Yeah, they're too busy spelling. So, um, yeah, it's from the makers of Horton Hears a Who. Yeah, Rinaldi goes on a ride along. (laughs) So, so, so yes, Rinaldi goes with them to Rose McGowan's house to try to lure her out. And she realizes... And she shoots a detective. She shoots a detective in, in the, the leg, leg. And then she goes into her bedroom. And we hear a gunshot. And a body falls. 
and there's blood everywhere, all over the drapes, all over everywhere. And she there's shot a shot her face. And there's a she shots her yeah, she shot her face off, right? Yeah. Okay. So now we're left thinking, oh my god, so she's dead. Alright, so she's dead. That's over. Oh, and right before she kills herself, she goes, Why won't you love me? Yeah. Which oh, I, loved. I loved that. It was great. So everything seems to be resolved, except that Rinaldi is having very strange um, I would say like images in his head of what well, I mean, he, he saw. Just see, like a yeah. girl shoot her face. Up. Right, right. He, he's driving home. So and he's just, like, like, huh? What did I just see? Yeah. And then he it's realizes, dramatic. you know, even though the girl is in fact wearing the same outfit that foreshadowing. Yep. Remember from before when she gave her friend the outfit, the matching outfit. Um, and he's like, hmm. And then he realizes. That the tattoo on the wrist, that's right, the bum, wrist bum, bum. the wrist that he grabbed before and said, nice tattoo, Janie, is in fact belonged to Janie. Q Aerosmith Janie. That's got a right, gun. Janie got a gun. Exactly. And and so he's like, face. oh my God, it's not her. So he gets back to his house where um, Sherry Rose, i.e. Marilyn, is and I, cooking dinner? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I know. However, I just wanted to say that as sad as I was about BB, I think her shooting her friend oh. in the face yeah. is worse than killing the dog. But here's the thing. I think she had to have killed her in a different way. Because wouldn't we have heard Janie screaming, no, it's not me! Not if she she was gagged or there was like duct tape on her mouth. It was a shotgun blast to the face. Okay, okay. Or she was drugged and unconscious. She was drugged and unconscious and she shot her in the face. Like, as much Uh, as I am, never harm dogs. Right. Ever. That's pretty bad. You're right. That is pretty bad. I just thought of that. Like, and Janie was nothing but, like, nope, a friend. Nothing but nice. Yeah, was a good friend to her. And, like, stuck around, made her feel welcome and at home at the new school where she was the new kid. Yep. And BB didn't deserve it, but Janie deserved it even less. Exactly. All right. Okay. Sorry. I gotcha. Yeah. We can get to Marilyn now. We gotcha. So Marilyn's <laughs> trying to cook dinner uh, for some, for, trying to cook dinner for, for Rinaldi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rinaldi realizes Marilyn's in trouble. He starts speeding so that a cop will follow him. No, Okay. So here's the question, and this is like the nobody, motorcycle cop. The motorcycle cop. Nobody has any First communication in this film, by the way. No, because you think that this would be like he would have a cell phone or something. But 1998. No, eh, no. no, I guess not. I guess not. I believe like you had like the Zach Morris phone, like, right? But like cell phones weren't a thing. But like I, cops had like the walkies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of figured that like that Rinaldi would have been able to call the other cops and be like, uh, look, this is not, we didn't, we didn't get the right person. We didn't, we, this is the wrong person. We have to go back. But, but the cop falls down riding his motorcycle. The cop falls down riding his, his motorcycle. Day. Yeah. I mean, so he can't, he can't do that right. They made a turn. Yeah. And the cop was just like, wee. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rose McGowan jumps out at Marilyn and yells, you bitch, he's, he's mine. mine. And uh, stabs her? No, they're fighting. No, no, they're fighting. And then Rinaldi bursts through. She stabs Rinaldi in the shoulder. And and that knife, deep, that knife stays there, by the way. Rinaldi tries some reverse psychology on her to try to get her to give up Marilyn. That doesn't work out. And uh, meanwhile, he gets gets stabbed. We don't think he's going to make it. Uh, But he does. Rose McGowan gets arrested. And then... You basically, you know, flashes her eyes at the cop that puts her in the yeah. <laughs> to suggest that this is not the end for Rose McGowan. No. And Q part two. Q part two. There is starring Jody Lynn O'Keefe as um the Rose McGowan role yeah. and uh and Stephen Bauer as the professor. So I guess the second one takes place in college. Yep. Now I've never okay, if I have seen the second one, I don't remember it. So, um... No, Tubi was trying to make me watch it last night. <laughs> it was, too! 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're going to a part yeah, two. Yeah, like, this is starting in 14 <laughs> seconds. And I was like, somebody find me the remote. If I'm I like, want to watch anything like this, I'm just going to watch Poison Ivy. Exactly. A watch lot the of, better one. A lot of this movie was spent with Hillary and I both going, why aren't we watching Poison Ivy? Like, yeah. this movie desperately wants to be Poison Ivy. And Drew Barrymore does it better. Oh, yeah, she does. Sarah Gilbert. Yeah, everybody Sarah, in that yeah. movie does it way oh. better. I mean... Granted, I don't know if I would seduce. See, I like Tom Skerritt. I don't know if I would seduce Tom Skerritt. I think Tom Skerritt is house at (laughs) sixteen. Listen, I am forty right now, and that house with the balcony and all of it—it's a sweet house. Yeah, it is. It's a sweet, sweet house. So you know, makes sense. Make sacrifices. Yeah. All right. So this cast, holy shit, we've got Rose McGowan as Debbie Strand. She has been in a ton of stuff, including uh, Planet Terror, mm-hmm. and uh, where she ended up, we think she ended up breaking up a marriage, because I think that's the movie that she seduced um, Robert Rodriguez, and then he left his wife for her. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Well, Did you learn nothing from this? Right? Well, good on you, Rose McGowan. <laughs> Um, anyway, Rose McGowan has been in so many movies. She's a brilliant actress. She's also a brilliant activist, uh, as leading the hashtag me too revolution. So she's done a lot. Uh, Alex MacArthur, who plays Peter Rinaldi. Okay. So question, did you recognize him in any way? No. Really? No. Okay. Do you remember? You you know what a burnout I am. I, 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 well, your your facial blindness is like, yeah, (laughs) I, I know Rose McGowan because I'm like, oh, I want to sleep with her. It's so she Rose sticks McGowan. In yeah. yeah, right. But aside from that, if I didn't want to bang you before I fried out all of my brain cells, nothing sticks. Nothing in there sticks anymore. in there, right? Yeah. Okay. So Alex MacArthur is the boyfriend from the Papa Don't Preach video with Madonna. Uh, yeah. I mean, yes, He's he, the one he knocks her up, yep. and uh, you know the cute, the cute mechanic. Yeah, no, I that all tracks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I did have brain cells then, but again, wanted to fuck Madonna. I'm telling you, okay, I'm all right. gay. <laughs> I know okay. I'm dating a man, but I am such a lesbian. Oh my god! So, <laughs> so Alex MacArthur, besides playing Madonna's boyfriend in the Papa Don't Breach video, was in a very awesome William Friedkin horror film called Rampage, where he plays a cannibal serial killer and a damn hot one at that boy uh he's also been in several different movies he he continues to act uh he was in a movie called la takedown which is actually a pre precursor to heat oh, okay. uh, with De Niro. and <clears throat> just a really accomplished actor and yum yum anyway uh marilyn is played by sherry rose that's Florida's own Sherry Rose, because uh, I think she's from, I want to say she's from Tampa or Sarasota. They're all from Sarasota. It's ridiculous. She's from Florida, and I remember her, two two things I remember her from are, uh, she's in a giggle and jiggle flick from USA Up All Night called Summer Job. Okay. Okay. And she's also in an episode of sons of anarchy she's actually in the premiere the season premiere of sons of anarchy where um they want to bribe the crematorium uh operator to burn the bodies of the two mexican women that tig apparently impregnated um and they left in the ditch somewhere we know whatever more than I think about Sons of Anarchy. There are no redeemable characters in that fucking show. Opie. Opie. Ah, oh, Opie. Damn. Every time you have me on this show, we leave so sad. <laughs> and now that we okay. have brought okay. up Opie. Opie. Okay. All right. Yeah, I know. Now everyone's like, we brought the room down. Yeah. Anyway, Sherry Rose is the girl that they promised the crematorium uh, operator he can go out on a date with. Hmm. And the exchange is that Sherry Rose shows up in Jax's uh, room in the um, in the in the clubhouse, and she's like, "Okay, if I go out with that creepy motherfucker, you have to fuck me, and you have to fuck me with your cut on." 
And that's the only way I know who she is. Okay. <laughs> she's in that and she's in Summer Job. Um, we've got uh, Rosales. <laughs> I know. It's very sad. Rosales plays uh, plays one of the one of the many spelling bee cops. And like I said, Jackie Child's Seinfeld episode. That's where I know him from. And, you know, Wendy Robbie, obviously uh, Nadine from Twin Peaks. And she was also mm-hmm. in People Under the Stairs. People Under the Stairs. Yeah, that's where I knew her. And uh, that's pretty much it for the cast. Although, um, J- uh, I almost said Jody. Janie. Yeah. Uh, is actually played by the girl who JC Brandy, who was in Halloween part six, the curse of Michael Myers, or I'll just say the curse of Paul Rudd mm-hmm. um, as Jamie Lloyd. Oh. Uh-huh. Right. Cause Jamie Lloyd. I did think she looked familiar. Jamie I mean, Lloyd yeah. is pregnant with yeah. Michael Myers's child. Oh God. And she gets killed in some farmhouse somewhere. Anyway, that's JC Brandy. Uh, Eugene. Behind the scenes wise, we've got director Steve Cohen. Was um, the social worker somebody? Yeah, the I can't think of her name right now. In fact, if you'll hold on to this microphone, sure will. I'm gonna look this shit up. This is my real voice. That's right. <laughs> okay. Edit. 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 Okay. Julian Nixon. <clears throat> Yes, the social worker was somebody. Julian Nixon plays uh, Miss Miss Tagahashi, Nagahashi. Anyway, she was on Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, Castle. Castle. All right, Castle. I do love that show. Uh, let's see. Um, I mean, you know, the usual. Nash Bridges. That might be wearing a jag. Um, Walker, Texas Ranger. <clears throat> Uh, Chicago Hope, Double Dragon, mm-hmm. Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Babylon 5, Dark Justice, yay! She was also in Amityville, A New Generation, horrible movie, uh, K2, the mountain climbing movie, um, Around the World in 80 Days, I'm trying to see if there's anything on here that, Rambo, oh, Rambo First Blood Part 2. There we go. There it is. There, okay. Okay. That's her. That's where we know her huge, from. Huge Rambo fan. Okay. So that's it's, where we know yeah. her from. Okay. All right. So director, we've got Steve Cohen. Um, he directed a handful of things, none of which I really recognize, but I did recognize that he did a movie called Martial Law with a very famous kickboxer named Cynthia Rothrock. Does that name ring any bells? This wasn't Steven Seagal. Wasn't that a Seagal flick? Martial Law? Yeah. No, Above the Law was. Oh, oh you're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. And then Burnout. she's Martial Law 2. Um, yeah, Cynthia Rothrock is the reason I took kickboxing lessons in my 20s. Okay. Because I wanted to be like like the Cynthia Rothrock of my time kind of thing. But I'm well, not that small because she's like a tiny, tiny powerhouse of a girl. Woman. Woman. Sorry, guys. Okay. Writer. Now, here's where we get the fun here. Okay, so the writer of this movie, besides being three dudes. Shocker. There's one woman, and it is Kelly Carlin's daughter of George Carlin. Yes, Kelly Carlin wrote this movie, which I think is so cool because, like, the fact that she... She's she's huge. I mean, she's an American radio host. She's a producer. She's a screenwriter. She was an actress at one point. She's a production assistant and photographer on Carlin on Campus and, and George Carlin again. Uh, she wrote a book called The Carlin Home Companion. And what's really cool is she did a one-woman show called Driven to Distraction about her struggles with drugs and addiction, which she got into because of her dad. So... Oh, yeah. Really, really cool check. Um, filming locations. This was filmed in Altadena, California. Obviously. All right. Uh, you mentioned Zach Morris. Funny fact. Grandma's house, Fiona's house, was used in the 1996 uh, frat house rape epic, She Cried No. Ooh. Yes, She Cried No, starring Candace Cameron and um, Mark Paul Gossler yeah, as the rapist. Yeah. Yes. And that is pretty much it, man. I mean, <coughs> this movie, I yeah, it definitely, we wished it had been. 
we do wish it had been Poison Ivy. It wanted to be Poison Ivy. Yeah, if you're watching it for a plot, watch Poison Ivy. If you're watching it because you want to look at Rose McGowan just being hot and having a fun and you need to kill 90 minutes, totally worth it in that aspect. Absolutely. And um, if you're like me and you watch this mainly because of Alex MacArthur, this is definitely an Alex MacArthur vehicle. So I would recommend this and Rampage. Yeah, Although, if you're watching it for a heterosexual reason, go ride along with Rinaldi. <laughs> and if you're a lesbian such as myself in a heterosexual relationship, then you, then you yeah, want to stick it with Rose. Rose. He would yeah. stick it with Rose McGowan. So, uh, yeah. so Sexy Debbie. That's right. Sexy Debbie. All right. So next movie we're going to be doing is Gravy. What, what? What, what? All right. Cannibals in a Mexican restaurant. How can we go wrong? You can't. You can't. Look at him go, look at him kick Makes you wanna have the other 